Hello, it is your host, Johnny from Johnny's Book Reviews. It's like to help inspire you guys to go read. So, go read. If you guys want to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Goodreads, TikTok, and Twitter at Johnny's Book Reviews, definitely do that. Provide a ton of reviews on there as well. So, Goodreads is just uh, review-based. Now, for my other social media handles, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, etc. Those are the ones where I provide, you know, my reviews, but also videos over the books and then also provide little pictures of, you know, sign books I get or pictures of quotes I see from books that spark my interest. I provide a ton of stories on my uh, Instagram page. So definitely stay tuned for those and definitely check that out at Johnny's Book Reviews and follow me, of course, too. And then also I provide a short everyday over over a book that I see, a signed book that I'm getting or have collected, or a review over a book. Um, I'm going to probably hit it more short reviews on that platform, so definitely stay tuned for that. But again, you can uh, follow me on YouTube at Johnny's Book Reviews, so follow me and uh, get awesome tips and book reviews and also videos, short videos of books that I think look cool etc and then also my website at johnny'sbookreviews.com i have a ton of book reviews that i haven't been able to put on here yet so definitely look at that i have also a lot of reading questions that i have on there like how do i save money on books how have i not spent any money on books etc etc and one year I, i spent no money on books and i provide a blog on there so definitely look at that if you guys want to support this channel you can give a donation from two dollars to ten dollars per month that helps out provide better reviews for you guys it, it can help provide or help with equipment etc to provide better reviews and then also if you guys want to support this channel too we i have merch on the uh bonfire.com at johnny's book reviews i have a read bands book where i have eight band books that i sparked my interest and that I've read, and you know, they go over a wide range of topics: sexuality, gender, sexual assault, mental health, etc. And I thought those books were really good to put onto the shirt, and so that's what I did. Reband books. I have two lines, and then I also have a go read line, challenge yourself line, the Johnny's Book Reviews logo line. So definitely check that out at Johnny's Book Reviews on Bonfire.com, and then of course. Follow this uh, podcast for more reviews that comes out every Friday. So I'll, I'll drop an episode every Friday, roughly around 8 to 10 a.m. So definitely check that out. Stay tuned and follow or subscribe to this podcast. Hope you guys' week is going well. Hopefully that your year is going to do well as well. To be honest with you, my year just got crazier. And I cannot wait until September 5th. I just got some news, ladies and gentlemen, that a new book is coming out that I really want to see. And then it ties in all in the Marvel Universe. And you guys already know from the title, it's uh, Scott Lang's, also known as Ant-Man's book is coming out called Look Out for the Little Guy. And it's coming out September 5th, 2023 and I'm so excited about this book. Now, I wish they kind of released this book during the or when the Ant-Man 
and Wasp Quantum Nania movie was coming out, but they didn't. They they released a video about the book and telling, hey, this is uh, actually going to be released to the public. This movie prop is going to be an actual product that people can buy. And now we got to wait nine months. So fuck you, Marvel. So we'll have to wait. And I'm so excited for that. Holy gosh. And so because of that, I wanted to drop this episode on Thursday night when the movie comes out. So right now, if you guys are listening to this on a Thursday night, I have I am watching the movie right now. And if you guys are listening to this a later time, I've already watched the movie and I am so excited for that. But essentially today I uh, want to talk about the the book, Scott Lang's book. Look out for the little man. I want to talk a little bit about my thoughts about it. Is it real? What's going on here? Is this going to be important for you guys to read for the next phases? <clears throat> Spoiler alert, yes. And then I'm going to talk about the Marvel Universe, kind of going to rant a little bit about how awesome Marvel it is and how they do it really well. Uh, DC doesn't do it well, just to be honest with you. They have fucked it up multiple times. And honestly, if they want to do really well, if they really want to start a series just like Marvel, then they have to start all over. Start all over. You know, and to be honest with you, we can't have another Batman. We have already seen Batman four fucking times. We don't need to see Batman another time. We don't need to see Batman again. Honestly, good gosh. How many times can you saturate a flipping character? Oh, all right. The argument's coming already, but they saturated Spider-Man. Yes, they did. Now, I'm going to argue this. Spider-Man is not owned by Disney. As you can see, they didn't do a really good job. They saturated Spider-Man. Yes, Spider-Man is owned and the entire entity of Spider-Man is owned by Sony. So what happened was Marvel Studios broke down certain characters for certain companies right so spider-man and the the characters for spider-man are owned by sony and then marvel was able to collect or own a certain characters and then fox has fantastic four the x-men etc so uh that's what marvel did so that it's not a monopoly but of course disney has is now trying to get majority of the rights for all the characters so that they can actually perform and do well with the the Marvel universe. Now, with the Spider-Man thing, so yes, Sony saturated it, don't get me wrong, they did. However, Disney helped them. Helped fix everything. And you can see that with the No Way Home where they brought three Spider-Mans together and then you realize, "Holy gosh, these Spider-Mans are all different in, in a different Earth. You realize that the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man is the Spider-Man, but in a different Earth. The same with Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. It's the same as Tom Holland. And you see that all of them are important to the Marvel Universe. But again, it goes into that multiverse. It goes into the fact like there's multiple universes. And that's how you do it. That's how you fix that situation. Now, if DC does that, saying, hey, there's multiple Batmans, which, of course, there is. There's a multiverse in the DC as well. It's been talked a lot about, and 
it's been mentioned in the DC comics that there's a multiverse. Of course there is, right? There's a multiverse in the DC comics. There's a multiverse in the Marvel comics. Now, if DC is able to do that, bring in the prior Batmans and say, hey, this Batman and this Batman and this Batman are from different Earths, and then kind of bring those all together, that's how you kind of fix that Batman situation. But, of course, DC is not smart enough to do that, so that's not going to happen. So that's what I say with uh, Spider-Man. Yes, they did saturate Spider-Man. However, they fixed that by letting everyone know that, hey, these Spider-Mans are actually Spider-Mans in different Earths. And then it kind of branches off now where we could probably have a separate Tobey Maguire movie, you know, potentially like what he's doing now and kind of branch it into the MCU universe. But also, and again, I'll talk about this later too, about Andrew Garfield and how we can uh, branch on that as well and talk about how he came dark and actually kill people. So I'll talk a little bit about that later. I'm sorry, man. DC is just, they just went down. They just put their entire franchise for the movies, more or less. Their comic books are great, but they put down the, fr- the, the entire franchise down the flipping toilet, and it just keeps on spinning. And then, yeah, they, it's already out in the sewage, man. It's, it's almost, going to be very hard for them to repair this and they they try to repair it with aquaman and everything like that again aquaman wasn't was very subpar and it still went down the drain it's just like oh my gosh my jesus can't can't you just learn from marvel no they they speed up everything and they did the Justice League very quickly. They should have waited uh, at least a couple years before they made that movie. They didn't. And it sucked. It literally sucked. Anyways, I'm going to stop talking about that. I'll talk a little bit more about DC in a little bit. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. So before we begin, let's talk about real estate. It's a really good passive income, but How do you get into real estate? You have to buy the property and deal with annoying tenants. Who wants that, really? What if you could buy into a portfolio an account that buys the properties for you and handles the tenants? Is that such a thing? Yep. It's called a real estate index fund. But I use Fundrise as this company is one of the better real estate index funds out there. You can start as little as $5. And if you use my referral link, you get $25 https slash slash fundrise.com slash r slash opr 3zp again it's fundrise.com slash r slash opr 3zp you'll get a 25 dollars i'll get 25 dollars as well but the main point is that you're going to be setting up a real awesome real estate portfolio risk fee you don't have to worry about the tenants You don't have to worry about buying the property. They have properties, commercial warehouses, and multi-million dollar apartment complexes. When you invest into this account, you're buying shares specifically into those buildings and those properties that they own. Now, once you buy or put money into the account, diversifies it into all the properties that they own. So again... 
Use my referral link, sign up, and get started with real estate today. Again, my referral link is com slash ROPR3ZP. Again, the referral link is OPR3ZPR. If you don't know who Scott Lang is, well, Scott Lang is a fictional character, and he is actually Ant-Man. So this is not really by Scott Lang, but it it kind of is. It's kind of funny, and I'll talk a little bit about how Scott Lang is now a best-selling author, and now Marvel has introduced an actual movie prop that they're probably using in the movie. I'm not really sure. But uh, they were using an actual prop or a prop that they're they have used in the marketing or potentially in the movie, and that how they're going to use that, and now you'll be able to read it. So this is his memoir, and if you don't know, Scott Lang is actually played by Paul Rudd. He's a great actor, but he's well known for. Ant-Man, as well as many other movies. He's a great actor, though. Let's get into the book. What is the book about? And this is the excerpt for Amazon.com. This is in the back of the book, too. But basically, on Amazon.com, this is what it says. This is an incredible story of an ex-con turned world-saving superhero. In Look Out for the Little Guy, Scott Lang shares with the world a bracingly honest account of his struggles and triumphs. From serving time to being a divorced dad to becoming Ant-Man and joining the Avengers. These are stories of epic battles won and lost as this everyman turned superhero finally tells all. From the official account of what really happened between the Avengers and Thanos to how shrinking down to ant size really feels to the challenges of balancing the roles of hero and dad. Across his many adventures, big and small, Scott has got gathered the wisdom of countless amazing experiences into this the first memoir from a real life avenger once you learn the unforgettable details of his epic journey you won't need to be reminded to look out for the little guy introduces the man behind the hero and the hero i call friend bruce banner fellow avenger <laughs> uh this is great so I was looking, actually scrolling on booksmillion.com, and I found this book, and I was like, what? Is this actually real? And it is. And so it's like a book about the Marvel Universe, about Ant-Man, and this is the first time Marvel really has produced a novel over a major character that's in the movies. And so Ant-Man has been in several movies now, uh, helping out, tease out a couple of the phases, specifically three and four. If you don't know, Marvel, well, specifically Disney, but Marvel has introduced a new wave of movies. has been 20-plus movies in the making where it goes through different phases. Right now, they're in phase five. And so the last couple phases was them versing a certain uh, bad guy, and that's what they've been doing. And now they're trying to recover from the aftermath of what happened. And so that's, what's getting into these new phases. Phase four and five is kind of learning about the multiverse, that there's multiple planets out there and that there've been actual puppets in 
this entire thing. And that's what we get into with this movie, a uh, new movie that's coming out next week on February 17th, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. And this is where we get the book, actually, is where the book was introduced on February 2nd, 2023, with Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania marketing that Disney cleverly does to provide information about the movie. Disney does a really good job, or Marvel does a really good job introducing movies and allowing you to kind of be like, okay, what's going on? What's happening here? I think one of the best ones that I've ever seen was Captain America Civil War. So they played it out uh, for a long period of time. We had speculation that Spider-Man might be introduced into that movie. And then literally a week or two weeks before the movie was dropping, they provided a new clip and it had Spider-Man jumping out of and doing a backflip and landing on the plane with his, with uh, Captain America's shield. And then it just cut off. And that was the end of the trailer. I was like, beautiful. That's how you fucking do it, baby. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. DC doesn't do a good job. And they, they effed up again with trying to provide. And it just doesn't make sense. And so DC does a horrible job. I, I think if for DC to kind of do a better job, they have to start all over and start with new heroes, scratch Batman, whatever it is. We've already seen Batman like four times in several decades, in four decades. Uh, there's enough Batman, right? So move on with another hero, and I think it's time to revamp it and kind of follow the guidelines with Marvel. And so Marvel... Oh my gosh. Marvel has done a great job. It's not, they're not looking at it as a one year thing. They're looking at it as a 20 year thing. And that's the craziest thing. They started with Iron Man and ultimately they've made the movies to provide kind of a message that there's going to be a big villain later on. And that's what I love. I love the story arc. I love how each character is developed to the point where it's like, like you know kind of what's really happening. You get a little bit more information about the character. It's just unbelievable. Like Iron Man became from a playboy to an actual loyal guy that he falls in love with and marry officially with Pepper Potts, but he does get engaged with Pepper, which was her, uh, his assistant for a long period of time. And it, that one was pretty crazy. And, of course, you see the Captain America story arc, and then you uh, see, you know, Black Widows and then Thors. It, like, that is how you do it. You you basically make a movie franchise, base it all around these superheroes, provide the background information that you need, right? Then you get into, like, um, a big event like-esque thing that actually was orchestrated by Thanos later on, you'll find out. Like, for example, the first Avengers movie, right? The first movie that had a ton of star-studded actors in a movie, but also where that all those actors were superheroes, and that's the first time that's ever happened. And that took off. And then, of course, that orchestrated the next couple phases, and then with them orchestrating everything for the last 10 years, 
into a big villain with Thanos was just unbelievable. And now we're transitioning to a new phase where you, you see Thanos is not as powerful now. So now as a new phase comes on, you see someone that's very powerful, someone who can play with time, someone who's jumped from multiverses over and over again, has killed all the Avengers probably multiple times. And this guy's called Kong. And this guy is the conqueror of worlds, essentially. We we got him we got introduced to him in Loki, and you can kind of see this guy is is no joke. And so we'll see how everything goes with this movie that's coming out, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, but I think it's gonna do really well. And again, with everything that's coming around, like they've made these movies, but it's also crazy how they market these movies how they provide just enough information for you the viewer to kind of like oh i really want to see this movie and the same with uh spider-man no way home they provided a little information with the trailers because there's a ton of information that they didn't want to be spoiled which was having three spider-mans craziest fucking movie ever like, that's what I'll say like that. Like, that's how you make a movie, man. Like, you introduce all three different Spider-Mans that they're multiple universes, that they actually play a part in this multiverse, and that they play a crucial part in the Marvel Universe now, orchestrated by Kevin Feige. I mean, that's just that's just great. Now you can kind of back off that. You can kind of make some storylines of Tobey Maguire. If Tobey Maguire, if they have a director lined up for that, they can make a Spider-Man 4. They can make an Andrew Garfield movie as well, which if they make an Andrew Garfield movie, I really hope that they make one where he's dark. Because in the movie, in the Spider-Man No Way Home, and this was the craziest thing. Andrew Garfield was telling Tom Holland, like, don't get revengeful. I know that, hey, you're the person that you've cared for has died. His actual aunt died, which is crazy. And then Andrew Garfield's like, yeah, we like, don't become revengeful. Don't start killing because this is what happened to me. I, I became vengeful. And what happened was I started not pulling my punches. That's all he said. He's like, I started not pulling my punches. So basically, he's just saying, like, I punched the person, whoever you punched, as hard as fucking possible. And I'm assuming, like, if you do that multiple times, like, probably he did, that he killed people. And that is crazy. And he's not controlled by anything either. He's controlled by revenge. He's controlled by how he couldn't save the person that he loved, Gwen, with the fall. And that eats away him. And I, I think he actually killed a lot of a lot of people. He he became like a, a Ronin. Like Hawkeye. You see Hawkeye. When Hawkeye, his family vanished from the snap. So essentially what happened was Thanos snapped his fingers, obliterated half of the universe. And when he did that, Clint evaporated and disappeared. And when that happened... Five years, he became uh, the last Ronin, where he assassinated everyone and started killing people just because. More or less, he was trying to find his family, but 
he was also killing people, which is absolutely insane. So, again, with all everything, uh, Marvel has a lot of uh, avenues, a lot of plot lines to kind of write about. And I, I really enjoyed that. But the marketing for Disney is just is fucking fabulous. That's how you do it. And then also with the character development and how you orchestrate the movies, not for the short term, like DC, fuck that. Like they do it for the short term and it just putters out. It's like, come on now. Like you have to think the long term. And that makes a better character development, better movies, better overall, like powerful villain. Like, you see, like, in the Marvel movie that the Avengers, you see, like, them win all the time, and then all of a sudden they lose to Thanos, and it has detrimental effect on the entire universe. And that was just absolutely insane seeing that. And then, again, we had to wait a year for Endgame, and the marketing for that was just insane. Uh, the way they orchestrated and made that movie was just crazy. So a lot of the actors, and you can see this in the movie that while like talking, like if they had dialogue where they were talking to someone, they wouldn't be talking to like someone in front of them. They would be just talking to like a blank wall or something like that. And that's what they did for the entire movie is that they had all the actors basically just act by themselves. And you can see that in the movie and the way they did it was just unbelievable. And they did that because they didn't want anyone to spoil the the movie because a lot of the actors like Tom Holland has has had record of spoiling some of the content in the movie. So that that was absolutely insane. Once they did that and once I realized that, too, you just realize that, like, Dan, this is one of the the best orchestrated ways you can direct movies for the long term and how you kind of have to figure out not to spoil it because some of the actors love to spoil some of the events so yeah it was it was crazy but on that this that rant basically i was ranting about marketing and i i just ranted about the movies too anyways it's just the movies are just fabulous like i'm a reviewer at heart and if a movie sucks i'll tell you you know, I'm very harsh with my movies, but if you could do it well, like Marvel, where they've done it well for a period of long time, and basically that helps out just build a better character development, man. That's how you do it. Ugh, James Gunn. <laughs> the Avatar movie, the second one, I didn't like it. I think it gets boring, right? There was the same kind of plot line, and... It was just like, eh, you could you could do more. You know, you could do a lot more. There's the same villain, etc. And I was like, this is boring as fuck. So I didn't watch all of it. I actually left at about an hour and in. And that's that. But, so this Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania is going to be a very important movie. So they provided some fight scenes, only a couple of footage scenes to not convey too much information with the marketing. So Paul Rudd is the one introducing the book as he is Scott Lang in this uh, two-minute video. You know, he's talking about how Lang is a best-selling author and that the actual book, so basically Scott Lang or Paul Rudd, is advertising that the book is actually coming out on September 5th, 2023. It's a hilarious video, so check out that video. It's on YouTube. So type in Scott Lang's new memoir 
and you should be able to see it. So my thoughts on this. So is it real? That's the biggest question that I had. To answer the first question, yes, it is real. You can pre-order it on Amazon, Books a Million, and Barnes & Noble. Those links will be down below. Uh, so definitely check that out if you guys want to pre-order it because, I mean, uh, it's insane that this book is coming out. So the movie prop is actually becoming an actual product. Now, I'm not sure if they're actually using this book in Ant-Man and the Quantum Mimnia. I'm not really sure, but they did actually use this book as a product, as a prop in the marketing for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. So we'll see. I mean, actually, if they use it in the marketing, it's still like kind of a movie prop. So I'm pretty excited about this. I was skeptical, I'll be honest, about if this book was actually real, but it is. You can pre-order it, so it has to be legit. So will this be an important book in the future phases? No, we're in phase five right now. I, I think, honestly, it will be. I, I am, I'm pretty certain that it will because Disney does it all a lot, or Marvel, sorry, does that a lot, where they provide information that's from prior shows, prior movies to help provide like uh information that you need in the the movie so for example Endgame, you needed a lot of information from the prior vid or movies to kind of understand what was going on in that movie now if you haven't seen the last couple movies you better start because it's going to be kind of difficult to wrap your head around what's really going on especially this movie where they're talking about multiverses and talking about Kong the Conqueror, who you're like, who's this guy? Like, this guy's big. This guy is huge. And you see that in the Loki show. If you haven't seen the Loki, definitely watch that right now because it provides the information about Kong the Conqueror and how he's this bad dude. Like, he's worse than Thanos. He's on a level that no one can match. I mean, again, he's killed all the Avengers probably multiple times. He plays with time, and he can jump to multiverses. Now, we think that in the Loki show, we, we thought that he was a good guy. You know, because he's like, oh, if you kill me, then you're going to kind of mess up the time frames. And he does die. But again, there's multiple Khan the Conquerors, and he knows that he's going to die. It's just wrapping your head around. It's like, what the fuck is going on here? So this is going to be an interesting movie, and the next movies are going to be interesting as well. But I'm pretty excited about this book coming out. It's based on a character who we don't know much information on. We've had... We've had several video or movies on the Ant-Man, but we still don't know a little uh, as much information that we could that we have on the Ant-Man. To be honest with you, like we still have those questions. It's some it's a character, a superhero that is not really well known, especially in the Marvel comics and everything like that. I mean, they were in the Marvel comics, but again, they're not as huge as like, for example, Captain America, Thor, Iron Man, and Spider-Man. Like those are the big ones. And you talk about Ant-Man, you're like, huh? Who's that? And I think 
this book provides a lot of information on Ant-Man and how important he is with the Avengers and being able to go to different uh, multiverses, etc. I think Ant-Man was a big risk to include in the Avengers movies because we really didn't know who the Ant-Man was and they pulled it off. Uh, he's not well known as Spider-Man, obviously, but I mean, they did a really good job in the box office. And so they risked it. They were like, uh, might as well. We'll see how it goes in the box office. And they actually did very good. So in the, the first movie, it grossed more than $519 million worldwide, which is solid for a movie. I think, honestly, this Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, will cross a billion dollars. Because, again, there's key characters that are going to be in the movie. So the first one is Kong. Kong was introduced in the Loki series, like I said. And we saw this guy, man. Like, he can jump from multi-verses. Uh, he can play with time. And has been known to kill all the Avengers at one point. He was gloating at one point. He's like, ah, oh, it just blurs that, like, oh, who, who are you? When he's talking with Ant-Man. Are you Thor? Uh, so he was uh, in the new video, like, marketing that just came out a couple of days ago. He talks about where he's gloating that he killed Thor. And Thor is a pretty powerful Avenger. So if he could kill Thor, that's pretty impressive, actually. He's, like, gloating that, oh, yeah, I, I killed Thor. Like, it just blurs over a period of time. I've killed all of them. Like, what does it matter? Like, you're you're nothing. And... His power is going to be more talked a lot a little bit more in depth in this movie. I can't wait for it. So this guy's a bad dude, dude. He's a, the most powerful villain that the Avengers has seen, and I can't wait until we have an uh, a new Avengers movie coming out with not the OG Avengers, but different Avengers that assemble f to kind of maybe fight Kong. I'm not really sure, but I think it will be Kong that they'll be fighting eventually. So I can't wait for that. And the second character coming in is Modok, which is a villain uh, we wanted to see for a long time. Again, how they're going to introduce it uh, was interesting to see. And they were, they were waiting, and now they're going to introduce him in this Ant-Man movie. So I'm super excited about that. A lot of people wanted this villain in the series and i'm excited that they uh they're introducing it so we'll see how it goes but i'm pretty excited about this movie so again this movie drops next week february 17th are you guys going to see it let me know in the comment bef uh, below on spotify but yeah that's that's what i think about it i think this movie is going to be really good but also, I think that the book is really going to be good, and I can't wait to read it out again. I'll review it for you guys as well. So I love Marvel, and I had to make an episode about, you know, an interesting book that's coming out. I mean, like, you see that book, you're like, huh? What is this? So uh, the movie prop is actually coming out as an actual book. You know, I kind of want to get it signed by Paul Rudd. I think that'd be pretty cool. It'd be a really good collector's item if I'm able to get that signed. Maybe we'll see. Hopefully, I don't know. But nonetheless, uh, you guys can pre-order it on AmazonBooksAndMillion.com or 
barnesandnoble.com as well. All those links will be down below. So if you want to pre-order it, again, it doesn't come out until September 5th, 2023. And again, I am going to review it for you guys. Probably we'll have that episode launching on September 5th because I might have the opportunity to get a advanced copy. But I don't know. We'll see. If not, then I'll review it a later time. It's totally fine. But I'm definitely going to be reviewing it. I'm really excited about this book. What do you guys think? Are you guys excited about it? I'm pretty excited about it. I can't fucking wait. I think it's pretty cool because I've never really read a novel Marvel book. I've seen a couple and I haven't really read them yet. But this will tie into the Marvel Universe. And I think it will be very important to for the Marvel Universe for us to get more information for the next phases, I think. So it's going to be crazy. Again, I love Marvel so much. Uh, Again, it goes down to the fact that Disney, Marvel knows how to make a movie. You know, they're not thinking for the short term. They're thinking 10 plus 20, 10 to 20 plus years. And that is what you have to do. That's how you make better characters, a better plot line, and a better storyline. Honestly, it doesn't get repetitive. Maybe a little bit here and there, but the overall storyline adds up and it provides a lot of different avenues for you to kind of venture into as we get into the next phases and that's what Disney has done again the prime example is the No Way Home movie that introduced all three Spider-Mans and then you realize that oh shit Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man and then Tom Holland Spider-Man are all the same Spider-Mans just in different universes and you see that and you're like oh my gosh and then you see uh, Doctor Strange Madness of the Multiverse. And in that movie, we get introduced to about 80 different universes. I mean, there's so many different Earths, so many different things. And this is what I really like, right? We're getting into multiple universes and it branches off of the comics. Now, yeah, they talked about this in the comic books where there's multiple multiple universes. And they kind of touch up on that, like... With uh, the Thanos villain and, of course, with Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock was introduced a lot sooner in the comics. And you see Adam Warlock versus Thanos. And, of course, we won't see that. But I think they were waiting. Disney was waiting for them to introduce this character. And now Adam Warlock is coming into the Guardians of Galaxy uh, volume 3. Now, I think it was a stupid idea for them to introduce that Adam Warlock is coming into the movie. They should have took Adam Warlock out of the trailer because then it would provide a little bit better like mystery behind the movie and it would provide and it'll make people want to kind of go to the movie. But again, I think it's both sides. I mean, providing that uh, character into the movie trailer is like, oh, wow, he's going to be in there. So I think it entices you a little bit to go to the movie. So I don't know. I don't, I don't think they should have introduced it so quickly. The movie doesn't come out until summertime. And so they should have introduced that character later on. But that's okay. 
Anyways, that's what I would say about that. Uh, I cannot wait. I, I just keep on talking about this, and if I just keep on going, I'll just keep on talking about the Marvel Universe and how I, I think it was really orchestrated really well to develop great characters and for us to know specifically on what characters we want to watch kind of develop the character development behind characters that we've wanted to see on the the space screen captain america thor spider-man etc now that's it i'm not going to keep on talking about marvel but this kind of uh this book kind of provided a little bit allowed me to talk a little bit about marvel which is cool but that'll be it for this episode guys If you guys want to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Goodreads, TikTok, and Twitter at Johnny's Book Reviews, definitely do that. Provide a ton of reviews on there as well. So Goodreads is just uh, review-based. Now, for my other social media handles, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, etc., those are the ones where I provide you know my reviews, but also videos over the books, and then also provide little pictures of you know, sign books I get or pictures of quotes I see from books that sparked my interest. I provide a ton of stories on my uh, Instagram page. So definitely stay tuned for those and definitely check that out at Johnny's Book Reviews. And follow me, of course, too. And then also I provide a short every day over, over a book that I see, signed book that I'm getting or have collected or a review over a book. Um, I'm going to probably hit it more short reviews on that platform. So definitely stay tuned for that. But again, you can uh, follow me on YouTube at Johnny's Book Reviews. So follow me and uh, get awesome tips and book reviews and also videos, short videos of books that I think look cool, etc. And then also my website at johnnysbookreviews.com. I have a ton of book reviews that I haven't been able to put on here yet. So definitely look at that. I have also a lot of reading questions that I have on there, like how do I save money on books? How have I not spent any money on books, etc., etc. And one year I, I spent no money on books, and I provided a blog on there. So definitely look at that. If you guys want to support this channel, you can give a donation from two dollars to ten dollars per month that helps out provide better reviews for you guys it, it can help provide or help with equipment etc to provide better reviews and then also if you guys want to support this channel too we i have merch on the uh bonfire.com at johnny's book reviews i have a read bands book where i have eight band books that i sparked my interest and that i've read and you know they go over a wide range of topics sexuality gender sexual assault, mental health, etc. And I thought those books were really good to put onto the shirt. And so that's what I did. Reband books. I have two lines. And then I also have a go read line, challenge yourself line, the Johnny's Book Reviews logo line. So definitely check that out at Johnny's Book Reviews on bonfire.com. And then, of course, follow this uh, podcast for more reviews that comes out every Friday. So I'll, I'll drop a episode every Friday, roughly around 8 to 10 a.m. So definitely check that out. Stay tuned and follow or subscribe to this podcast. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Stay tuned. Next week, I am going to talk about LeBron James book. 
called LeBron James Dream Team. I'm going to talk a little bit about the book, uh, why I liked it, etc. But also I'm going to talk about LeBron and how he beat the scoring record, my thoughts about it, and my thoughts about how LeBron isn't the greatest of all time. All right, stay tuned for that episode, guys. Thank you so much, and have a great one.